when an emergency happens and seconds count. It really could mean the difference between life and death. Well, today we are celebrating 50 years of saving lives with the American Trauma Society of Pennsylvania. And, and this, this is Chick, Chick to Chick. Chick. This day, this day right now, mm -hmm. this is a huge day for the American Trauma Society of Pennsylvania. The organization is celebrating its golden anniversary, 50 years of saving lives. This organization has had a tremendous impact in the community and it's it's just great to have them in our backyard. Absolutely. Imagine all of the grateful people whose lives have been saved, you know, the 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 children, the family members who have really had their lives saved with the impact that the Trauma Society has had on our community. You know, I remember when my son was like seven or eight years old, I took him to the Trauma Society to get fitted properly for a bike helmet. And I still remember that. Aww. They were so helpful and he fell off his bike many times. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that bike helmet made a huge difference. That's just one way that they are helping people in the community. But we're gonna go right to the source. Mm -hmm. Krista Brands is our guest today. She is with the American Trauma Society of Pennsylvania. Krista, great to have you on today. And, congratulations. and congratulations, this is awesome. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, we're very excited. Thank you for having me. Talk to us about the American Trauma Society and let's go back 50 years when this organization first began here in Pennsylvania. Talk to us about that. Well, 50 years is a long time, Flora. Mm -hmm. And uh, we like to think that what we do makes a difference. We are a state division of a national organization. And we started uh, this organization. We received our charter back in 1973. So we are celebrating our 50th anniversary we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our organization is dedicated to injury prevention and mitigation through education, intervention, and advocacy. So that's a little bit about our organization, and I'm sure we're going to touch on some of the topics and, and different focus areas that we have. Yeah, and we're just going to get right to it. One of the ones that I think is really important that I have unfortunately had a, a lot um, of things happen. My daughters have had concussions. Every single one of my children have had concussions due to sports. And that's something that you all focus on and have an initiative. What is that? Well, we started this initiative um, several years ago now, but it is actually a concussion clipboard. And you'll wonder what that is, um, but you can see here, this is an initiative that we started, like I said, a number of years ago, and we developed this clipboard for volunteer sports coaches. And on the back are the signs and the symptoms of concussions. And it just gives those folks who don't necessarily have professional sports medicine training or medical training, a little bit of a guide so that they know possibly when a, when a student or an athlete can return to play. Why is it so important to react if a student athlete or anyone takes a blow to the head and potentially suffers a concussion? What if they ignore that? Why do they need to pay attention to that? If they, if they ignore that, it could be, it could be big trouble. Um, what we do know is that once you sustain one concussion, you're more susceptible to another and to another. It doesn't take as, as hard of a blow in order to sustain a concussion at that point. And, you know, I was at a health fair one time and a woman came up to me 
And she said, I'm so glad that you have these. She said, more people need these. She said, my daughter is 12 years old and she's already had three concussions from cheerleading. And she was no longer able to participate at that young of an age. And so we thought this is something that's really important. These folks who are volunteering their time to coach, they're doing a good thing. And they're wanting to contribute to their communities. And we wanted to help them do that. And we wanted to help them do that safely. It's so smart to have it right on the clipboard because it's literally right yeah. at the ready. That is, that is so smart. Another one that's really super important, that's child safety seats. Unlike when we were all little. <laughs> and we were bouncing around the car. We basically we had a shoestring seat. strap going around our waist. <laughs> now, you know, it is incredibly important. Yeah. And I am I'm so impressed with the way in which uh, child safety seats have come such a long way. And what are you doing with that? Well, we have we house South Central Pennsylvania Highway Safety here in our office. They're another uh, program that's funded actually through PennDOT. And we actually have a child safety seat program here in which the, those who are in need, those who cannot afford a child safety seat, if they obtain a referral, um, they're able to come in here at times and receive a, a free child safety seat. And with that seat, they also receive training in how to properly install that seat. There are a lot of folks, we always say folks think car seats are like toasters. You plug them in and they work. And that's yeah, not necessarily no. the case. You want to make sure that you have the correct seat for your child for the height and weight. You want to make sure if they're rear facing, if they need to be rear facing, they're in that type of seat. If they just need to be lifted up a little bit so the seatbelt can come across, you want to make sure they have that type of seat. But it's really, really important that parents have this knowledge on how to install the seat properly so that it's effective in a crash if it should happen. Well, and that is so important. If the seat isn't installed properly, can the child, can it actually cause problems? Yes. Oh, yes. If it's not installed, if it's not installed properly, it won't work effectively. And so it defeats the entire purpose of even having one. And do you so, find yeah, do you find that most people aren't installing these car seats properly? Correct. They are not installing these properly. And a lot of folks just think, oh, well, if I if I, I know it goes into the seatbelt, I can see where the belt path is and I can I can install it. But they don't understand that it needs to be tight. The seat needs to become one with the vehicle so that when you rock that seat, the entire car rocks with it. Now, going from children, we're going to focus on our seniors. And I think that's a big fear for any of us that have elderly parents, that there's going to be a fault. My mother lives by herself and she did experience a fall and she broke her hip. And luckily she was able to handle it properly, but so many cannot. What are you doing to help seniors? Well, we try to help seniors the best that we can. Um, what we find from our trauma center members, senior falls is the number one or number two mechanism of injury across the board, across Pennsylvania, um, as far as emergency department visits. And so with, with that generation continuing to age, we, we knew we needed to do something. And so what we did is we created what we call a fall prevention bag. It's not a very scientific name, um, but in this bag are items that could help seniors to um, fall proof their home. So um, just to give you an example, we have a nightlight here that is in the bag. We have an emergency whistle. This is also reflective. So should they be out at night, they can wear this around their neck. Should they fall, uh, they can use this whistle to draw attention to themselves. Um, but we also have bath treads in there to help them keep from slipping in the bathtub. And it's just really important. A lot of times 
seniors are so afraid of falling. And that fear is sometimes what contributes to the fall mm -hmm. because, because they're afraid they stay home, they're not active, um, you know, their, their muscles start to weaken, they don't have the balance, and so then they're afraid to go out. So then when they do go out, a lot of times they end up falling because they don't have that movement and that strength. So we provide these bags. Um, we started this during COVID. Um, and so we had to alter our plan just a little bit. When a senior sustained a fall and they presented to the emergency department, they would receive fall prevention education along with one of these bags in the hopes that they would take this bag home and implement these devices. Now they're also able, if they participate in a matter of balance class or a healthy steps for older Americans class, they're able to receive one of these bags during those courses also. Well, Carrie's mom fell and, and my mom recently fell as well. She's 85 and she lives home alone. And it's the same type mm -hmm. of thing. It was just a small, small step mm -hmm. that she was stepping down from the kitchen into the garage. She lost her balance. She fell. And now here's the big thing. She couldn't get up. Yeah. And she was in the house by herself and she told me that she scooched over and she finally mm -hmm. got to the phone <laughs> and she was able to make a phone call. But, you know, we don't think about these things. These folks are home alone yeah. and, and they need this help. The things that you had just talked about in your bag and taking these classes, where could a senior get that information? They can get that information from any any. Uh, Senior Center, um, Department of Aging, Pennsylvania Department of Aging, they would have that information. Department of Health may have some of that information. And should they have any other questions, they can feel free to call our office as well and we can direct them. Yeah, so we have a high elderly population. We also here in Pennsylvania, our number one industry, agriculture and farming. You folks are dealing with a lot of accidents down on the farm. And one of the things that you're dealing with, the rear view monitoring systems for farm equipment, what's that all about? That is something that came about uh, about four or five years ago in Lancaster County, actually. At that time, uh, our board president was an emergency physician at Lancaster General. And even though they didn't happen super often, he got very tired of seeing kids coming in, having been, been backed over mm -hmm. by farm equipment. Yeah. And we thought we have rear view cameras in our vehicles that we use every day. Why can't we put these on farm equipment, especially when we piloted this program? It was in Lancaster County with the Amish, actually. And so there are kids on the farm. There are kids, mm -hmm. usually multiple children running around the farm. And so we, we wanted to do something that would help to prevent those back over injuries. And since we started that program, we, we partner with three different uh, tractor supply companies across the state. And we're bringing on two more partners, I believe next week or the week after. And we will be installing these rear view cameras in 14 or 15 different counties in Pennsylvania. That's fantastic. Um, as we wrap this up, there's another one that's really important, and that is stop the bleed. I had this happen with my stepfather. He had an accident with his finger in a snowblower, Oof. and I was a senior in high school, and I'm really proud of myself that I knew what I was supposed to do, and I got a tourniquet right on his arm, and I was able to stop the bleed, but not everybody understands this, and you actually have, what, a kit that can really help? We do. We have, this is a bleeding control kit. And it comes with a tourniquet, it comes with the dressing, it comes with rubber gloves, it comes with a Sharpie marker so that you can write the time 
Um, but this is a kit. Um, this is distributed to all of our member hospitals and EMS groups who are out in the in the field doing these trainings um, for various groups. These trainings are held at churches, for Boy Scout troops, for school and services. And it basically teaches an, a bystander how, if God forbid something would happen, they are able to apply a tourniquet safely until emergency personnel arrives. And seconds count when you're talking about mm -hmm. these emergencies, it, and it can mean the difference between life and death. 50 years uh, in, in Pennsylvania, 50 years in our community, saving lives. How many people do you think you've impacted ask. over yeah. the last 50 years? Oh my goodness, that's so hard to say. Yeah, really I, to I like to think thousands and thousands and thousands. Oh, and sure. I know folks have come up to me and said, thank you so much for, for what you do. You know, just like that woman about, you know, talking about the concussions. Um, it's very difficult to prove prevention. Um, and so, you know, we just follow the data and we keep doing what, what we're doing and what we can do. Um, and we go from there. Well, I want to thank you for providing the bike helmet and making sure <laughs> that it was fit properly on my little boy. You remember that, don't you? I do remember that. <laughs> uh, that's Flora. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago, but uh, thank you for mm -hmm. everything you do. Thank you for making a difference. And although you say you can't prove it, we know that you're making a difference and you are saving lives. And congratulations. Congratulations for sure. 50 years. That's remarkable. Yeah. Thanks, Krista. I'm not kidding when I tell you when my stepfather came up the lane and he had a bleeding hand and his fingers were severed and Oof. I had to figure out what to do. Um, it is really great that they have all of these incredible initiatives in place because they make a difference. They really do. They do. And even the whole car seat thing, yeah. I, I just could never ever get it right. They're so difficult to install. Yes. And it's so great that these folks are there to help you with that. And, and of course, the senior fall prevention. We have a very high elderly population in this state. Mm -hmm. And anything to help these folks, I think that's great. Absolutely. We appreciate you being with us today. Do us a favor, head over to our YouTube channel, like and subscribe. And until we're back to chirp about another topic.